Hello and welcome to the Visitor's Bench. You're here with Colossi and Zapor. We're going to jump right into it. In the leadoff spot, we have the Pats vs. Broncos this week, Sunday Night Football on deck. We're going to be talking about some of the NFL trades that went through. In the hole, we have the NFL fights that took place last week. In the fantasy cleanup, we're going to be talking about our own lineup for this week, and we're going to be talking about flex options around the league. So welcome to the Visitor's Bench. I'm Colossi. I'm Zapor. And here we go. So let's talk about the Pats Broncos. We got Sunday night. Your Broncos big versus game. my Patriots. This big is... game. It's gonna be great. It's and like we've talked about, I feel like it's a half on half kind of deal. Like half the game's gonna be amazing. Tom Brady and the Pats offense, high powered versus this Denver Broncos defense that's still still great, even though the fifty points they let up against the Eagles. I think they're still a great defense. And then the other half of the game of the worst offense versus the worst defense in the league, and what could happen on that side? Well, I think the worst offense has a chance to put up some points off the oh. worst defense. <laughs> Who's <laughs> going to be playing uh, quarterback for you guys anyway? These guys, uh, you know, well, this will show the real culture on the Broncos right now. If these guys really put up a stand at home, they always play Brady tough at home. You know, the, I do the defense got embarrassed last week. They either roll over and get embarrassed again this week or they take a stand, stand up for the offense. And I think Brock can put up – I mean, they have to put up 24 points. I think uh, if, if you expect the Broncos' uh, defense to keep the Pats under 20 points, that's the only way you got a chance to win. I think you def, Brock can definitely put up 24 on, on that defense. I think you're going to have to put up at least 28. I think the Pats' offense is going to come in here, and if you're – team scores on us they're gonna know that they have to put up points last year they just kind of walked through and and leapt out with a win they they do struggle here i agree with you on that one and the bad kudos thing for to the, the broncos, eagles last week the bad thing for the broncos is they can't cover tight ends the good thing for yeah, our fantasy they would go gronk, they gronk all day <laughs> yeah so that should be interesting trying but, to figure out yeah, how they kudos to the uh eagles last week because that's the sign of a really talented team a really confident team to go after the strengths they ripped apart Von Miller. They went right after Aqib Talib. They went after the strength of the Denver Broncos defense, and I don't think the defense was expecting it. It, do, it doesn't seem like a team has challenged, challenged them in a long time. Yeah, I don't know if this was their rebellion against the offense. It was a terrible time to do that, if so. And uh, four straight losses, five out of six. A little bitter it's, towards Brock, maybe? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they have been playing not inspired and not good football. And this will be their chance to show if they're serious about this season or not. If they lose this game, it's almost becoming Paxton time. Give Paxton the rest of the season, see what you got, and move I on agree. to next year and draft again because I don't think he's going to be the answer. I think but. once Paxton gets healthy, you might as well throw him in. Yeah. If you yeah. start winning again, I don't know if you go forward with Brock or Trevor. So who or got? Just keep... uh, you guys are minus seven and a half. Minus right? seven and a half. I mean. You know, the Broncos always play us tough at home. I think it's going to come down to a field goal. I got the Pats 27-24. So you're taking the Broncos I got plus... the Broncos in the spread. Yeah. I... But the Pats to win the game. I'll, uh, agree. yeah, I, I think 24-17 uh, Broncos. I think they're going to make their stand. If they don't, the season's over. Woo. So I'll, I'll put my last stand on this home game. They're going to have to go Sunday after Brady football. hard. Von Miller's going to have to have the, his best game of the year. Yeah. And let's talk a little bit about that Broncos offense. And, and let's start with the quarterback. Who's playing quarterback this week? Brock's playing this week. He deserves at least another two weeks. Just, I mean, you know, we know what you have in Trevor. 
I don't know if he's shell shocked because the deep offensive line is so bad and he's been hit so much, but he he is not the player he looked like in the first two weeks of preseason. He's not making the right decisions. He's throwing terrible interceptions. Uh, five turnovers in the Kansas City game. If I this think defense is shutting you guys down, do you go to Trevor at some point in this game? Or is Paxton healthy? Is he on the sideline or is he still Paxton's rehabbing? not healthy. So do you go to Trevor at some point in this game? No, I don't. Vance isn't. I, I wouldn't be opposed if to that, pa- but Vance, <laughs> Vance doesn't make decisions in-game. Uh, he's, mm. he's already shown that. He's not going to change quarterbacks mid-game. He made his decision. He's going to stick with it. Barring an injury, it's going to be Brock's game. As long as it's not a three-score game or more than you're okay. Alright, so Brock's going. Trevor is obviously on the bench riding the pine unless Brock gets hurt. And then let's talk about the backfield then, because the Broncos have what? Four, three, three, four strong running backs. Well, three, yeah, three right now. I would D'Angelo say four. Henderson. I mean, I I like D'Angelo Henderson the best. They of all. don't like. They, D'Angelo they don't Henderson. like him. Or they're trying to hide him till next or season save him or, or something. Him but all right, fresh, so I mean, CJ. They're not bringing CJ Henderson back next season. CJ, I love you. Are they uh, trading him or releasing him? No, they just. I think they just don't have to pick up his option. I think. It's I a, thought they just signed him to a four-year, four-year deal. No, uh, twenty something million for only years. a certain amount of it was guaranteed. Huh. So, so the Broncos this year paid out all the guaranteed money. So next year is a four and a half million dollar option. Hmm. The only way he, they were picking that up is if he rushed for a thousand yards, which is virtually impossible at this point, especially with the three of them split in time. Then you heard last week that they said that Booker, uh, the coaches wanted Booker to be the starter at the beginning of the season before he got hurt. So they were really. Uh, wanting, you know, that... Booker was good. He's fast. He's got speed. I think they like that. He hits the hole too hard a little uh, sometimes. It looks like he hits the hole too quick. He doesn't wait for the hole to develop or wait for kind of his run to develop. He's got some vision issues, I think. But we'll see if that kind of changes over time as he becomes more of a veteran in the league. Last year was his rookie year, but he struggled. He struggled fumbling the ball. He struggled... Gaining yards. Yeah, but last year, yeah, he got th- he got thrust into the starter role really fast, and he, he was clearly overwhelmed with it. He he played well early in the season when he was the backup. I expect him to do the same. I think. Where's uh, Jamal in all this? He's just gonna get eight, you know, seven eight carries a game. I think. I think it's just gonna be three guys. I'm running the offense for the Broncos. I'm giving Jamal Charles thirty carries, or I at least twenty carries, ago, 10, 10, 10 touches in the air. I said that. And we talked about I know we talked about it previously that he is. He's he looked good and then all of a sudden he what fumbled against the Chiefs. That, that fumble for and a that, touchdown. And that changed everybody's opinion on him real quick, but He got benched and then I yeah, mean, it was downhill from He there. is a talented football player. He's proven he looks healthy. You put the ball in his hands and good things can happen. You could see when he gets that Besides second level, fumbles. he yeah. <laughs> which is crazy cuz he's not a fumbler across his career, but I guess the older age. I well, the Broncos know. have seen it twice now because he fumbled that ball several years ago. Yeah. That like cost that the Chiefs we, yeah, that game yeah, and sure. like was a huge playoff thing and. Yeah. But. So let's move on here, to the coaching, because I've heard that the Broncos' coaching is changing on the offense. So. What's uh, Mike McCoy, the offensive coordinator? Bill Musgrave is he the quarterback coach? What yeah, is he? He's the QB. Coach. I've heard rumors that. Elway wants Musgrave calling plays and McCoy taking a back seat to him. I didn't hear those rumors. I heard a lot of fans talking about that. I didn't hear those that those were uh, real rumors, but uh, that would be interesting. You know, I, I don't know how you take uh, offensive play calling away from the offensive coordinator. 
without I mean, firing him. You know, the Broncos Bill was an offensive coordinator last year himself. So you give an offensive coordinator from last year from the Raiders, your division rival, the well, play McCoy calling was with job. The coach. You're basically stripping him of his job, whatever yeah. you call it. I mean, um, I don't know if it's, but look at the product we're putting on the field. I think they're averaging like 12 points a game or something. I mean, the only reason they scored 23 last week was because Philadelphia had 51 on the board and didn't care. Yeah. You know, I mean, other than that, it was a, I think they had nine points on the ga- on the board. You know, when it was still at some point a game, it wasn't a game for long. No, not for long at all. I mean, the Eagles are a dominant team. I called them early in the season. I said Carson Wentz is going to show his true colors. He's not going to have a sophomore slump, and he's been, I mean, just he's playing the guy, phenomenal. The poor he's Browns, playing great. The poor just can't get it right, man. They just can't <laughs> get it right. Miles Garrett. Oh Good my pick. goodness. Um, and oh, who who else? RG three. Who else did the Browns take? Let's go. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, they've already they've passed on Deshaun Watson twice this year, and then they passed on Wentz last year. Uh, you know, they 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 are just the epitome of terrible, terribly run NFL franchise, and they just can't get out of their own way, which is crazy. And they're trying to play this money ball. And I bought into it for a little while, but the money ball doesn't work if you can't pick the players, and no. if you can't, and if you can't figure out a trade at the trade deadline, I don't know if that was sad. Yeah, what the heck the happened there? I mean, I don't know, they in were, my mind, the Browns didn't want to do that trade. Like why? I wouldn't want to do that. I don't trade. understand I do why trade. you're on the phone at three fifty-five faking it. Then, like, that's even Just dumber. A, maybe to me. like a uh, is it a rivalry? A Cincy Cleveland? Like, I heard Hugh Jackson. Um, or I read somewhere that Hugh Jackson. Wanted McCarron and the GM, the Moneyball guy, didn't want to give up his second and third round pick for yeah, next year. Yeah, why would you? So he purposefully f- delayed it. So and he had, I guess that's what he had to come out and deny this this uh, <laughs> week. So well, I'm. It's. I think it's better for the Browns that he delayed it. I think the picks are better for them. I think they're a young team and they can develop. But yes, they need to get lucky on a quarterback. And no, they haven't been lucky so far. But. Let's go through some of the games. I mean, Thursday night football, we got Seahawks, Cardinals, Seahawks minus six away at Arizona. Who do you got? I got the Seahawks. I think uh, my buddy uh, who's down in Aruba on his honeymoon, shout out to Matt. Um, nice uh, dance is, moves, is taking Matt. the under in this game. He thinks it's going to be a low-scoring game, so... He's taking the under in that one, I think. Uh, Over unders forty one. Yeah, so uh, I like the Seahawks in a, you know, I think a twenty one fourteen game, one of those kind of games. So. So Seahawks by a touchdown. Yep. I'm gonna go the other way. I think Arizona at home. I think their defense is all of a sudden gonna wake up and play some real football. I think Adrian Peterson looks really good now that he's in red, and I think the Seahawks are gonna be in for a little bit of a surprise. So let's keep going. We already picked the Pats Broncos. What other games do you want to talk about? Uh, the Saints Bills. That line um, minus three Saints. Yeah, that's a that seems a little fishy. <laughs> I mean, that's like a Saints have been on a tear. Bills are a good team. Four zero at home is the big deal for that's the Bills. The thing. Is like, so I think hey, it like, seems like a trap. It seems, it seems like one like of those typical trap. NFL trap games. Yep. Like you're drawn, you want to take the Saints, but um, you you know that the Bills are going to play well at home. I got the Bills at home. I mean, 4-0 at home, minus 3 for the Saints. So the Bills just have to win this game. I think they're going to win. 
I don't. Maybe they'll win by one point, but either way, it's all good. If the Saints win by two, I still I'm win this bet. In, the Bills are winning at home four and all day. The Saints figured out how to play defense. I can't remember who their defensive coordinator is, but I give him a bunch of props. They're gonna <laughs> play defense. Drew Brees is playing like six a man and on two. Mission. Six three and two. one at home, Sean Payton, or away, I should I'm riding say. Riding the hot streak. Or three Let's and one at home. Let's go, Saints! Too. Boom. You know what though? Tyrod Taylor's been looking good. He's been looking like a real quarterback. He can run the ball. He doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't turn the ball over. And LaShawn McCoy has avoided injury. He had a tough week last week, but he's going to bounce back with a strong game. The Bills at home all day. Who's next? All right, let's talk about the Jags and Chargers. I like it. Because I think... Jaguars at home, Chargers away. I think you called the Jags preseason. I said the Titans. Titans are still in it, but the Jags no, I, are clearly... I think I said Titans, too. You said Titans, too? One of us said the Jags, I Did remember. We? I'm pretty sure we'll it was you. Giving you props. Move. Regardless, Cheers, they're both the teams it. are in it. Go for it. The now. Jags are... <laughs> I think the Jags are the dominant team in that division. They got a dominant defense. Fournette's coming back. Listen, last weekend... Minus three and a half They sat out home. Fournette... And still just pounded the ball down Cincinnati's throat. Chris Ivory good still looks good. I mean, TJ Yeldon still looks good. Yeah, so I like uh, the Jags at home in that game, minus three and a half. The Chargers are good. They have a potential to cover, even win that game, but I'm taking the Jags. I think the Jags are going to win by three, so I got the Chargers minus, or plus three and a half. So the Jaguars got the victory. I think it's going to be a defensive battle. Jalen Ramsey's turning into a uh, hero of mine, but we'll be talking about him in a little while. But who who's next? All right, last game: Falcons, Cowboys. Oh, I want to talk Texans, Rams too. Oh, the Rams are minus twelve. Because you forgot Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Oh, do, yeah. Oh, another injury. Yes, is? another injury in the NFL. I know you said you wanted to talk Tom Rams, Savage. Texans, but I skipped it for a reason. I was glad McCown had a good game, but I was glad we picked up Goff. All right, Cowboys, Falcons, you're right. I forgot about Deshaun being down. Another injury to the NFL. It's just amazing. And we forgot to mention J.J. Watt on the last uh, podcast. Hightower's done. I'm pretty sure we mentioned him. Merciless. Merciless. I mean, these guys are going down like flies. It's terrible for for the league. I feel bad for these guys, but it's next man up. These guys are talented professional athletes. you got to step up. The game goes on. you got to live to play another game. So here we go. Uh, Falcons, Cowboys, Cow- uh, Falcons minus three at home, four and four, one and two at home. You know, if Zeke Elliott's playing, I got to go Cowboys. I think Dak and Zeke are just too dynamic of a duo that they can just ride over any team. Zeke Elliott is a beast. He was a beast at Is Ohio he going to play? We'll if, find out tomorrow. Yeah, we'll find out tomorrow if he plays. I say Zeke Elliott plays Cowboys all day. If Zeke Elliott's suspended, Falcons all day. I hate to agree with you, <laughs> but in this case, I couldn't have said it any different. The thing that gets me is how pissed I am as a Broncos fan that they liked Dak Dude, Prescott. Dude, Dak Prescott, Second how best. do you they trade up to get fucking, Paxton Lynch and, and Paxton let Dak Lynch, Prescott go right by? I the remember Bronco, watching the, an interview the with Dak Cowboys Prescott wanted, State. He was a, he was a stud in The college. Cowboys wanted Paxton Lynch. They should have let the Cowboys And if they up. drafted him, we would have taken Dak. For Paxton we would have taken Dak. It's undoubtable. And it's too bad that trade went through for you guys. Here we are. Dallas. Yeah, here we here are. And here we go. Hopefully, uh, we'll see what the Pats do to Brock this weekend. And we'll see what this... Uh, is Gilmore... Do you know Stefan Gilmore coming back this week? 
When Bill Belichick lets him back, I mean, <laughs> I thought he was just on the bus to Cleveland. All day long. He might be on the bus to Cleveland real quick. Cleveland might have another cornerback in the there. Greyhound <laughs> to Cleveland. That's what they do. Ship him off to Cleveland. Oh, you don't you don't play well. You don't buy you in. Get the Greyhound See you later. To Cleveland. See you Go then. join Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> Take it easy. All off right. to the 49ers. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Let's All right. move on. In the hole. So, on deck. We haven't even oh. gone on deck yet. So the leadoff man is on, and we're going on deck to the NFL trades. Sorry to cut you off there. Oh, no. Sorry. That's good. No worries, but I don't want to skip ahead. I don't want to miss the uh, the big talk of uh, Mr. Jimmy G leaving New England, which Told is broken you. my heart. And, yeah, I know we talked about it, and <laughs> you did say. You said they had to get rid of him. I just said if you you had to get rid of him because, and this is what Bill said, so... Don't you're gonna argue? I know you're on the end. Yeah, I'm ready. Side, I'm here. We go. You better get ready you, for this. They knew he was gonna walk. They tried to negotiate with him. He was demanding twenty million dollars as a backup quarterback because he saw what yep. Glennon got last year, I and agree. they weren't gonna pay him. And they said we needed to get some type of value. They probably could have got more value in the offseason, but they weren't trading into the AFC. Honestly, this was this was destined to happen the entire time, and they got the thirty third pick. I mean, like they couldn't have got a better. You know, a second round pick. So. I mean, you're right. They couldn't have gotten a better second round pick, but they could have got two first round picks from the Browns if they traded them earlier in the season before the they season. They were even never started. trading him to the. Well, that's Browns. what I'm saying, and that's what I said earlier in the year was that if you're gonna keep Jimmy G, you're keeping him. Either trade him now for the two first no, rounds, dude, or keep him and eat it. You're still Don't the even Patriots. Trade him for the you're still the Patriots. I know you're still Patriots, gonna get your value. It's still the right move because. They think Brian Hoyer's fine. Now, and Brian, so here's the hypothetical. Brady goes down. Brian Hoyer comes in. Are we winning a playoff game? Yeah, are we I, making I, the playoffs? You're not Brady goes down. Von Miller sacks and breaks Brady's leg this week. This year? No, no. What not happens? The, not with this defense. No, no. exactly. So your entire season But with Jimmy G, Brady, what no, happens? No, neither that either. Yes, so that's no, what I said. disagree. I think Jimmy G could run this offense and he could have played well. Not with this well. defense. Brady goes down. Jimmy G steps Jimmy G's in. not coming. Jimmy G's not, you know, going into uh, Lambeau or whatever. Not Lambeau. I'm sorry. But Heinz Field, the Steelers Stadium. And winning, yes, in, he is. And winning yes, there against is. the Steelers, he no can run not. this offense. He showed it last year before he hurt his shoulder. He can tear it up. Well, he can throw the football. He can read a defense. You're arguing with me and Bill Belichick. So I, I like you know what? I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Bill Belichick might be a little smarter than me when it comes to football, but at the same time, they said to themselves, I, "We, the only way we can win is with Tom this year. Our defense is not." That they, even last year, dude. Right. Even the, last year, the defense was number one in the league, and it still took them till a comeback, two minute drive by the best quarterback in history to win last year. I know that was amazing. So yeah, it was great <laughs> for you. But and another weapon to the is, Falcons. The point is, is that you're not winning with Jimmy G in that defense. All right. So uh, the bottom, yeah. And let's move on to the next trade that happened. There was a couple other big ones. Well, <laughs> hold on. I'm not even done talking about Jimmy G. I want to talk about the 49ers okay. and we should have got a little bit more. Our, if you're talking about our defense, you had so no we, leverage. We should have got a defensive player. We should have got, we should have pulled a Eric Reed or somebody along with that second round pick or somebody like that to come around to our team and play a little secondary help for us or somebody we could have, or got a little Solomon Thomas. I know he was in a very early draft pick, but San Fran was vulnerable. They needed a quarterback. 
Second, we w- probably wanted their first round pick. They couldn't give up the first or second round pick. Who they could have or probably would have taken a quarterback with. Do you anyway. know what they're gonna do? You're saying there's three quarterbacks coming out of college that are ready to go. They're gonna in take the one of them, and then they're gonna Still trade with Jimmy, Jimmy G. G. Yes, they're gonna trade him next year. They're oh, gonna yeah. franchise him, and they're gonna trade him again for probably a first rounder in the off season. <laughs> <laughs> did they just get over on the Patriots? Yes, I think they did. I'm not joking. Well, that's, that's exactly what I'm mad what about, and that's why you and Bill Belichick are wrong. And okay. now we can move on. Okay. All right, yeah. fine. <laughs> Jimmy or uh, Jay Ajay to the Eagles for a fourth round pick. Uh, I love this for the Eagles, and he proved it on I mean, yeah. Sunday. I mean, they look when he <laughs> ran all over gorged. the best, Roby. the best quotation I mean, marks not, run see. defense yeah. in the league. Which I'm coming over on that Eagles bet. Their the... defense is uh, not top five I'm in the league points wise. Not points. So, <laughs> so that Sam Adams they is, are is tasting pretty good in my mouth right about now. They are now. second in yards. I do want to. We're say, not talking about yards. We're I... not talking about the Pats are last. Their in offense yards. Six has not and helped in with with their point scoring uh, ability to keep off the board. I agree. I <laughs> <laughs> need to keep the points off the board. So, uh, but yeah. what does this do to Miami? Uh, what does, does this do to Miami? The doesn't do Miami doesn't do anything because they hated Jai there. Him and <laughs> him and uh, Adam Gase hate each other. Did you hear Adam Gase was the that, week before? He was talking yes, about a Jai. I'm about, guessing yes, yes, <laughs> since he was, he was the traded exactly. victim. Yes, he was talking about a Jai who couldn't. In case you didn't hear uh, Adam Gase, he said we need to get rid of these players who don't know the playbook. Right? Yeah, so, he's not preparing. <laughs> like, don't know basically, the playbook. and right go home. Don't do anything about football yeah. until they come back the next day. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and it's true. You don't want that on your team. But when he comes out and runs like a forty-yard touchdown run against the best run defense in the league, I mean, there's always been problems there. He left them home last year from a trip, so you know, there's always been problems. Yeah, they don't like each other. It's one of the same deals. They they realize it was best for their team to have that attitude off their team, and they got fourth. They got value out of it for them, whereas they wouldn't have otherwise. So. Yeah, I agree. They both move on, and I think it's best for both teams. Does really. this make the Eagles the best team in the league? Yes. Uh, yes, it does. Because there's yes, cause they're clearly the best team in the NFC. Saints close second. And in the AFC, nobody's been dominant. I mean, the, the um, Chiefs have came back to earth. The Pats defense makes them vulnerable oh, almost every week. Yeah, I know. Um, and the Steelers have shown they lost to the Bears. You know, there's no dominant team right now. The Eagles are the only dominant team. I hate to say that. I really, really, really pains me. <laughs> Both of us player. going to college in Philly and not liking the Eagles. Was and tough, I might have doomed the Broncos. I texted Matt like a month ago when the Broncos three and one and said people actually think the Eagles are better than the Broncos. <laughs> Well, there and you go. And they haven't won a game since. Jinxy so, McJinx yeah. over here. Well, it's all your fault. So we can move on. One more trade to talk about. Kelvin Benjamin. I want to talk more about this, about Cam Newton and his attitude after about it. Did you see any of that? Like, I mean, no, I what? didn't see any of this. I, just I heard saw... there was a comment about. He just, like, started walking out of press conferences and, like, and was, like, wouldn't He's talk kind of been to, on a tear, like, saying the yeah. thing to the He's woman. He's depressed. He was mad about it. He and... thought the, coach, the GM pulled the rug out from under him. You know, whatever. I mean, Cam over Cam, honestly. I think yeah. uh, their defense, they're a good team, though, this year. I mean, he seems I like he's that's still sulking he over that Super Bowl loss, to be honest. Yeah. He's still just depressed and just doesn't know how to come back from it. Team yeah, keeps I losing. Agree. I mean, it all happened to the Seahawks after the Marshawn Lynch debacle. Time. You know, they haven't been able to bounce back. This year, we'll see, but. And I'm um, sure he feels at fault. I mean, that big fumble right to start the game, right? And for the Von Bills? Miller fumbled, and then a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. 
it's basically Cam Newton's fault they lost the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's heavy on his shoulders, I can imagine. But it's no excuse. You're a professional athlete. You're a model for the young kids around the world. And it's like step up and be a man. Yeah. And for the Bills, it'll give uh, Tyrod Taylor another weapon, which will be interesting. Man, Tyrod Taylor, I said he's looking good. The extra weapons. I mean, the Bills are going to be dangerous. And a lot of people are saying the wild card is up for grabs. I think the Bills' Pats are going to be battling for the AFC and for that wild card spot. And I think that other wild card team is going to be the battle actually yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know who's going to be there yet but I, I think agree. that first wild card team might be that the, the Buffalo Bills or the or the New England Patriots if they can't get it together on defense but Benjamin I think really helps the Bills and Carolina gets what a fourth rounder mm-hmm. so I mean I guess they can improve next year but we'll see who they pick and, and what it develops into but alright the on deck is done and we're going in the hole Third round, the NFL fights. And last week was full of them. It was a a rowdy weekend. The two main ones we wanted to chat about were the A.J. Green versus Jalen Ramsey and the uh, Mike Evans and the uh, Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah. Pretty amazing stuff. I'll start with the one that got suspended, which is kind of the one that shouldn't have been suspended, but I guess they said he blindsided. I don't know. Mike Uh, Evans, are you talking about? Yeah. He did. Did you not see the video of that? He definitely should have been suspended. And you're saying A.J. Green shouldn't have been suspended? No, 100% A.J. Green should have been. Okay, well, both Mike Evans and A.J. Green should have been suspended. I agree with that, but if one of the two should have been suspended and not the other one, it, it came on the TV just as we're talking about wow, this. Wow, that's so funny. Um, but it's A.J. Green. And I agree. It's throwing saying... haymakers. He just pushed the guy, come running in. But they said because he blindsided him. He did. Him he blindsided him, him from behind. He couldn't okay. hurt him. Jameis Winston apologizes for instigating this incident. AJ Green could have been written up so for So Jameis Winston is talking right now on the television about how he's sorry for instigating, which he did. He poked him in the back of the head or he smacked the back of his helmet, which Marshawn Lynch then reacted to, which he's then Mike having, Evans then tackled him from behind. He's having a terrible speed. season. He's having a terrible season. He's being a baby. He's not being a leader. They showed him hard knocks. I agree. And James Winston were talking about. And, you know, they were, but they're both just bad for the NFL right now. With everything they got going on right now, uh, you know, this is just not what they need. You're watching no. these games, and they're just all out of control. Did you see the play. picture of AJ Green on ESPN today? It's just him with a fist going to the back of Jalen Ramsey's head. I'm it's like, you, like, it's sickening. What are they on, thinking? It would have been assault on Seriously. The street, you know? It's unbelievable. And you can significantly hurt somebody. I mean, what are they thinking out there? It's just stupid. Like, that's not why people Millions of people, millions of kids are watching this stuff. (laughs) Hockey is okay. Fighting is great. It's it's encouraged. It's a beautiful thing. But football, no, not allowed. Only only full-blown tackling at full speed. Let's just cut that. (laughs) Launch your body full speed at somebody. The penalty. Oh, my God. There's so many penalties. The penalties penalties are killing you, Penalties on the penalties. Although, is it as much as it was last year? Because last year was like a record-setting year. It feels like it to me. It feels like every time they turn around, you can't get drives momentum going. Uh, maybe it's just about so, <laughs> and, and their offense, but I don't know. It feels like there's just a bunch of games that just get bogged down, and you know, with these penalties. But well, the other fight you got going on is the NFL. Was wait, was Lattimore suspended? No, he didn't. Oh, good. That. All right, great. All right. No, so I'm yeah. not. And Mike Evans was. He was suspended yes, the game. Properly. Yes, Then I agree with that. Great job. NFL. That was proper. Good. AJ, Green. go ahead. On. All right, then go ahead. Move on. What they, were both we even talking about? they both should have been suspended. <laughs> so AJ Green Ramsey, let's yeah. talk about that because Jalen Ramsey has quickly become my hero. 
Oh, for what yeah. he <laughs> said to the reporters. Yes. Uh, he was... Do we have a soundbite of that, actually? Uh, Hold on, let me get it real quick. So, yeah. Here we go, yep. So, yeah, go ahead and uh, introduce this one. This is great. No, just play the clip. All right, so this is Jalen Ramsey talking about uh, the game against uh, A.J. Green this weekend. I told him almost every play that he was weak, that he was soft. That demonstrate facts. He just couldn't handle the truth. It was facts. Um, told him that his time almost up. Uh, told him that it was easy, which it was. He had one catch for six yards. Uh, I was just out there spitting facts to him. So, I mean, I pushed him every single play. We can go back and look at the film. I pushed him every single play. I told him, stop putting his hand on me. It's a run play. Don't even get yeah, so he just said... I wasn't, <laughs> That's amazing. I wasn't out there trash talking. I was just spitting facts. Just telling I mean, him he's we, just getting in his head. What a great cornerback. And... I mean, talk about the mental game. What is A.J. Green thinking? Yeah. A.J. Green should maybe be suspended for the rest of the I season. I couldn't believe it, but he, like... How he, many games did he get? One? It just... Pre- yeah, one. That's but, ridiculous. No, 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 he, no he, A.J. Green didn't get suspended. What? That's what I'm talking about. Mike oh. Evans got suspended. And A.J. Green, Green did not? Didn't. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I didn't know that. It should have been... I just assumed that A.J. Green definitely would have been suspended for what he did. No, he that basically, was the whole... Point. Like Rewind you said, the assaulted Jalen Ramsey. Three minutes because My that was goodness. what I was saying. It should have been reversed. If any, but if it was one or the other, it should have been AJ Green. It could, oh my god! Yeah, I didn't even it realize. It should have been both. I agreed with you, but it was just Mike Evans who got suspended. AJ Green. Mike Evans, one hundred percent, be suspended. AJ Green should be out for six games. The logic, in my opinion. No, well, the logic was he was quote unquote already suspended because he got ejected from the second half of that game so that was his suspension wow yeah so that's why he didn't get suspended wow. and Evans got suspended for a whole you game should almost get an automatic game suspension if you get kicked out of a game yes exactly so it's like what are they even thinking yeah he's throwing it should just punches. trigger an automatic game he's You're throwing right. punches to the back of a player's head while he's on his knees there's no defending that's dangerous it. they I just mean, that's proved sickening. they don't care what are they I mean, thinking out there the, the NFL just you know they just can't get out of their own way you know the the, I agree. I don't even care. You know that don't I, don't. I don't agree with domestic assault and whatever you want to do with Zeke is fine. But they got six games for that and for you know for the they got stuff that the woman on the text and they got six games for that. Four games for Brady for balls. And they got <laughs> no games for people punching each other Seriously. in the face. And they got it's like if you want, it's almost piss, like they want it to happen. Faking a piss test. So if it's no big deal, go ahead and fight. Yeah, I mean, you can throw just, punches. Don't hit silly. someone from behind. But go ahead and throw punches to the back of someone's head. That's fine. No and big speaking deal. Speaking of can't get out of your own way, the other fight is the NFL versus Jerry Jones. They can't get out of their own way. With What's it. happening with that? Jerry Jones is suing the NFL now? So now, because of this whole... We're not getting into politics on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, apparently. That's for sure. But... You kind of can't game. talk about the NFL and not talk a little bit about what's going on and that Jerry Jones is mad that, you know, Goodell's making him stand, that... I don't know. You know, it's all about this standing thing and the Zeke situation and that he's yeah. imposing his will on Zeke. And he is now, they were about to give Goodell an, an extension towards 2024 or something. And now they're pulling up. And now Jerry Jones, because of this fight with Roger Goodell about all that stuff and the Zeke stuff, um, is saying he doesn't want Roger Goodell to be the. Um, commissioner anymore, and he's going to sue the NFL if he does. You know what's funny is, is I'm trying to remember what uh, Jerry Jones was saying during the whole Deflategate thing, and you know we ha- I have his quote here is 
he's talking that Goodell has a tough job and, you know, he's doing a good job and you can't feel too sorry for him and pay the bills and big bucks and big problems and he's doing an outstanding job. I can tell you firsthand that in his spot, you have to, with people that you are counting on, help build and help excel as far as the National Football League. I'm talking about the owners. You have to know that you're going to make some decisions that are very unpopular with the particular group. This is the case. And this is what Jerry Jones is saying about Roger Goodell. And so during Deflategate, he's backing Roger Goodell about what he's doing to Tom Brady. And then all of a sudden, his own player gets held under the gun and he flips the switch. I'm going to sue the NFL. Roger well, Goodell's going down. What's up with the, that? They've long said Jerry Jones owns the owners and they've the owners definitely control Roger Goodell's job. So He's a flip-flopper. It's going to be interesting, that's for sure. Well, let's move on. Jerry Jones makes me sick, kind of. Yeah, I don't <laughs> All right, on to the fantasy cleanup. Fantasy cleanup. So let's go ahead and talk about our lineup this week. All right, and who some... we've got going? Thank God our bye week is over. Rough two losses in a row. It was a rough weeks. two losses in a row for sure. But, but you know, we got we're through coming the buys. Back. Got through the buys, and and we got a, made a bunch of trades. Got a solid squad. Got yeah, so bunch, go ahead and talk about the trades, and let's let's look at our potential starting lineup for this week. So yeah, so in uh, the quarterback, Tyreek Hill's on a bye week. Yeah, so he'll he'll be back in our starting lineup next week. But we got Brady. P.S. Jared Goff had a great week. We picked up Jared Goff to replace Tom Brady for I know, the bye. If we were he close had last a great week. week MVP and we unfortunately, off. it wasn't enough. The rest of our team twenty-eight points and it wasn't enough. I know the rest That's of our team bad. did not back Terrible. it up. Terrible. Okay. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, we got Brady and Gronk always holding down our team. Le'Veon's back this week against the Colts. Which that is should be huge. Good. He's gonna have big, a big trade week. we made for Devontae Freeman. Woo! Well, we set up a first trade. We got Mer- uh, Demarco Murray and Cooper for a couple of our bench guys and some draft picks next year. We traded for the low guy. He this this other dude in our league essentially trading his entire team to move up. His draft is insane. Yeah, his, he's, he's gonna got, have a great team he's got next like 10 year. Ten picks in the first four rounds or something crazy like that. Uh, anyway, so just a good move by him. Then, I, think. I mean, then when you're out, you're Demari out. Cooper off a big twenty point week. And Christian McCaffrey, Christian, we love joining our team, but I think yeah. in not in a non PPR league, he just wasn't as valuable for us. My biggest heartbreak loss is I really enjoyed I having know. Christian McCaffrey on the team. He's but such I think Devonte Freeman, he yes, Devonte Freeman's is huge. He's a top ten player in fantasy football every week as long as he's healthy. We need him to come back. You know, honestly, I almost wouldn't mind if he sits out a week uh, I mean, just we to get healthy. Devonte Freeman and, and Le'Veon Bell on yeah, the same team day, right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. That's beautiful. Jarvis Landry, I know you've been you talked some shit on him earlier, but um, he's second in the league, second in league in catches, probably yeah. first in targets and it gets 10 12 targets a game i'll take that every week he's actually scoring some touchdowns this year i think he has five touchdowns um so uh, you know we're we're continuing to ride him Corey davis is coming on man they're just starting to get him warm he made a crazy catch last week i think uh him and uh mariota are going to start clicking a little more they're saying he's going to get more and more snaps i think uh, we got him in the lineup this week because of some buy issues so we'll, we'll ride that as long as uh he can uh, start producing, um, and the other flex option we got to figure out is you know do you start Demarco Murray who was a little banged up last week they said he practiced today you, got you said Wolf. he was a full participant in practice too right yeah I never buy that because they say that every week they said that last week it's and then true. he was injured he's getting a little bit older uh, I like him but let's keep an eye on that yeah. the other option is is Wolf Fuller 
God, he was so great for us. The Sean Watson, lightning in a bottle. The two of them together, they could hook up on a 70-yard catch at any play in yeah, the game. Yeah, they were perfect. And they were kind of like a video game duo. Like, you just send Fuller on the slant yeah, route. Exactly. You, run, yeah. you run the bootleg with Deshaun Watson. Just hit him. He can run the corner. Run the, yeah, get the see you later. The and, oh, yeah. It was a thing of beauty. And, you know, I really feel bad for Deshaun Watson. His rookie year, really just tearing it up and literally tearing it up his knee as well, unfortunately. Um, but, I mean, our big, big question is... Will Fuller, DeMarco Murray, Corey Davis. I mean, I don't know. I think with Wolf, with Deshaun out, I, I think we we go Murray and Corey Davis like we have set right now. Hopefully, Corey Davis is needed against Cincinnati. Without A.J. Green, Cincinnati's offense is nothing, which is the problem. So if Tennessee doesn't need any points, then they're going to be going that. Murray. So... I'm thinking the Rams are going to be killing Houston because the Rams have been on fire and they're going to be needing to pass the ball. So I think Fuller might get some cheaper points than Corey Davis would get. And I'm hoping that Tennessee's going to whoop up on Cincy and Murray's going to get the ball a lot and Corey Davis might not see the ball a lot. My concern and Fuller with is going to get Tennessee the ball a lot. and you know this is a you know uh, almost a flex question is what are you doing with Murray and Henry right now? I'm thinking about <laughs> trading for Henry in another league. You know, I like Henry long term. He's a second round pick last year. He's a Heisman winner. For some reason, though, he just can't take over the lead back there, and they just keep. Maybe I mean, Demarco Murray's a great back. Maybe that's part of the reason, but you just feel like you're flipping a coin every week trying to figure out if it's. And with Murray's it's injury, it's like, why wouldn't they just go Henry? You know, yeah. but if if Murray's healthy, he's definitely the the, I think the better choice. Yeah, you know when when Murray's healthy, he's shown to be a consistent back in this league, and, and they like to give him the ball, and they like to give him the ball, down in the five. So, um, all right, well, let's talk about a couple of other flex options. So I'm looking at, say, I have Adrian Peterson and Matt Forte on my squad this week. We got AP, Adrian I mean, Peterson like AP, against Seattle. Uh, I'm I'm mad at myself because Matt Forte at Tampa Bay. I'm mad at myself about AP because going into the season, I drafted him in a bunch of leagues. I really thought he could have a resurgent year, and I have to admit, I gave up on him. And I gave up on him because Sean Payton gave up on him. Yeah, and well, he just didn't, I didn't fit their offense. He's I didn't too old jump as a bulldozer. Hoops when he came back to the Cardinals because I was wanted to feel it out and I didn't think he'd be what he is. They gave him... They're th- feeding him the you ball. Know 38... Car- was that the most carries he's gotten in his career? Ever. Right? Ever. ever. He's sick. That's what, insane. Years, yeah, insane. How many years as a 20-year-old in, in his 20s in Minnesota, you're telling me he never got 40 carries? And wouldn't Are you, you give me? him the ball every time? Are you kidding me? I would give him and the they ball give it to him? every single play. Now it doesn't make Bruce sense. Bruce Arians is like, are you guys kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> he's turning everyone. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. He's just like, He's well, like, you had this guy when so he was So I'll play him and I'll literally this guy give him the ball for a decade every play. And you didn't Perfect. give him the ball 40 times? Anyway. Um, the problem like is he, he didn't fit the New Orleans Forte looked good. Offense. I was surprised, though. I mean, I, Forte last season was big on a couple of my teams. He, I guess he just hasn't been healthy, but he looked healthy last week and... Um, he'll be a bounce back. T.Y. Hilton is another guy I want to talk about because he's back and forth uh, in terms of one week. You know, he's he'll, playing Pittsburgh this he'll, week. He'll have one, yeah, so he's probably in line for a two-point week instead of his 175-yard <laughs> week. What a, that was going to yeah, say. He's, he's had, I think, two 40-point week uh, weeks this season and 
you know, three less than three point weeks. So I mean, it's been so up and down. But you, you gotta ride. You gotta ride him. Fantasy wise, Detroit had a huge, huge win Monday night. We saw Marvin Jones and Amir Abdullah have big games. Who are you going with if you have both of those guys on your team in the flex spot? Uh, I think Amir Abdullah. I've been impressed with how much they continue to use him as a lead back, and uh, you know, in the passing attack, um, they have so many other options. You just sometimes you never. Marvin Jones has been pretty consistent, but you never know with that. And uh, I think they're going to try to stick with the run, to, so they can continue building that part of their game. Love it. I kind of disagree. I think <laughs> I think Marvin Jones is the guy you got to go with. I know Cleveland's terrible, but I think Detroit might be surprised by Cleveland. I think it's going to be a closer game. I think. Okay, one thing we were wrong about. We talked early in the season. Like, would would the Browns over five oh, wins? My goodness, <laughs> <laughs> what were we thinking? That's my. Fault. I'm going to just take no, ownership no. of that. That we, was my. You were, I think okay, I'll but take, we did talk ahead. ourselves out of it. We did go through the games and talk ourselves out Thank of Thank God. We said, you know, actually when you go on paper, it's going to be hard for them to win five games. Uh, hard to win hard yeah, to win hard two to win games, I think. Game, yeah. We're about to see what happens with yeah, them. But, so. yeah, who do they have? So Detroit, Cleveland, 0-8, 0-3 away. Obviously the Lions are going to win. It's just a matter of by how much. Yeah, exactly. But I do think the Cleveland Browns can surprise them, and I do think – that Matt Stafford's going to be throwing the ball to Marvin Jones. He loves him. And Amir Abdullah is splitting time with Theo Riddick, who lo- who's their third down back and gets the catching, right? Yeah, but they've been giving uh, Abdullah the goal line carries. So. Well, we'll see. I don't think they're going to need to get goal line carries. I think they're <laughs> going to score 30-yard touchdown passes. <laughs> well, with the Browns, you never know. So one more tight end situation I want to talk about. Tight end's a disaster. I know. Year. Well, this year... And I lucked out in our league, our, our other keeper league, our family league, with, uh, I picked up Evan Engram early in the year, and Ooh. I lucked out with him. But who are you starting this week? Evan Engram, Jimmy Graham. Seattle versus Arizona. Uh, the Giants versus San Fran. I'm always starting Evan Engram. I don't, I'm not a big Jimmy Graham believer. I'm, I think he's a little bit of an up and down guy, and I think the Are you saying guy, Jimmy Graham's overrated? Yes, I am. And I'm saying that... You're not serious, right? Dude, Jimmy Graham can score four touchdowns in a... If I ran the Seattle offense, I would throw to Jimmy Graham every play. You don't run the offense He can score score three touchdowns this week. He can score... It's Thursday Night Football... Time out. How many touchdowns does he get? Pull this up because you're, you're talking out of your ass right now. And I gotta call you out on it. Jimmy Graham is a solid football player and he's... Huge, and he can play. And if they gave him the ball, he would be more successful. Fifty-nine yards. How many touchdowns does he have? This he year? had week eight. Oh, oh, okay. Week five touchdown. Week seven How touchdown. Many week eight two touchdowns. Year? He scores You're almost here every week. About he's can score in three. Game touchdowns. log. He's I got, got the game log right here. You want to see all the games? How here we go. Let's see. I'm looking have? right now. Here we go. We where's the touchdown category? So for first four, four weeks four he was touchdowns. hurt. First four weeks he has four touchdowns. Right, but look at you're the talking. Pa- you can you just look said- at the pa- right four touchdowns in the past four weeks. And here we go against Arizona. Here we go against Arizona. Evan Engram's getting ten targets, like seven to ten targets a game. Eli Manning. I don't is think only Jimmy Graham. You can't say Jimmy Graham is overrated. I agree. Evan Engram's probably better in the fantasy game. You cannot say Jimmy Graham is overrated. Jimmy Graham is overrated. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's terrible. He is not overrated. He's, he's overrated. a great football. No, how is he overrated? He's overrated compared to what he was. He's not like you. You're acting like he's the guy he was in New Orleans. He's not that guy anymore. He's just no. Not. He's, he's older not. and he's a little slower, but he's still a monster tight he's end. He's not Evan Ingram. He can't block. That's his issue. I don't care about and, blocking. Talking oh about fantasy football. Right, but he scored four in the last four, so that's great for fantasy no, football. No, he scored four and eight. That's four and eight. Yes, but four <laughs> in the last four. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So any anybody else you want to talk about? I got one more. I want to talk about here. Okay. Can you guess who it is? Uh, the Patriots running backs, because you never know any week. I don't know. How did you know? <laughs> what a great conversation yeah, to end our yeah, final podcast. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. It's not our final podcast. Uh, the, yeah. Gilsley, White, Deion Gilsley's Lewis. Gilsley's available in pretty much every Burkhead, league right now. Every, every Patriots running back is available. Who gets the ball? Woodhead, um, I'm sorry, Woodhead. White. <laughs> White. White gets the ball. Burkhead and White. White Bur- gets the ball. Burkhead looks good. You want to talk about one of their running I like backs Burkhead. who looks Burkhead, but, okay. Burkhead. Here's my he thing. looks here's really my, good. Here's my distinction. Go on. I could be wrong. I need to look at the stats a closer. But here's what I feel. It feels like White is getting some touches every game. Woodhead, uh, uh, Burkhead, <laughs> Burkhead is one of those guys who they're going to game plan for. In one game, he's going to get 10 touches, and the next game, he's going to get zero touches. Who's averaging the most yards per carry? Uh, per carry, Deion Lewis. Nice. Well done. Yeah. 4.7. Who's averaging the lowest yards per carry? Uh, probably White or Gillisley. Gillisley, 3.6. Yeah, Who's got the most TDs? Uh, Gillisley. Yeah, four. And who doesn't have any TDs? Uh... This is I impressive. Know, I'm pretty Burkhead impressed with does. you right now. Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis has two. James oh, White and Burkhead have zero. But let's Burkhead look at the reception game. Burkhead nope. has a receiving touchdown. A receiving touchdown. touchdown. I'm oh. talking about the running game. Sorry. All right, let's move to the – sorry. All right, all right. Relax, relax. Okay, that was a I don't question. see Burkhead. He does have one receiving touchdown. That was a trick question. Look at James White. Here's the thing with James White. 43 receptions. He leads the That's team what I'm saying. He's getting in, 40, in receptions. He's – Third in attempts for the run game. So, total, Gilsley has the most attempts overall, but you combine White with his receptions and his carries, he's probably the best back you can go with. But they love him against the Falcons. They used him so much against the Falcons again. They saw how it worked in the Super Bowl. They used him again this uh, this year. He probably got... I don't even know. We could look it up, but well, probably 20-plus carries. What are you saying carries. about the Broncos? I'm saying like it's... it's, an, it's I'm saying it's... It's there's an outlier like James White. It's a little inflated because of the Falcons game. Oh, they used uh, him a yeah. lot in that uh, Falcons game uh, more than the other games. I think Deion Lewis and Gillisley get more consistent, and even Burkhead. I like Deion Lewis as the best. I, I we have him and me and my brothers have him in another league because I like him as the best all around back there to be get the potential rushing touchdown and catch balls out of the back. He's gotten 10 out of the backfield. He doesn't have a, have a touchdown. And you know what? The best thing for the Pats to do this this week against the Broncos is throw to Gronk and throw to the running backs out of the backfield. I was going to say, they might use James White the same way they did against so the Broncos. So look to see the, the Pats running back quadruo <laughs> yeah. have a great week against the Broncos, D. Yeah. And we'll see you guys next time. This is Colossi. This is Zapor. And thanks for uh, listening to the visitors' bench. Enjoy the game.
podcast proudly sponsored by Emma Technologies, specializing in custom hardware and software solutions for small businesses. Check them out at emmatech.us. Emma Technologies. Simple is better.